0: Small Business Podcast. And today we have Jen Smith, correct? Jen Smith from uh, Tales to Scales. Yes. Right. I got that right. Yeah. She's a pet sitter. And uh, we're going to talk to her today and find out exactly what she does and what services she has. And uh, of course, the co-host here, Chris Tracy. So let's get started. Why don't you tell us about yourself, Jen?
1: Well, thank you so much for having me. It's a Perfect day to be doing a podcast indoors. That's for sure. (laughs) Um, what I do is I provide in your home pet, uh, pet care, uh, pet sitting services and daily dog walking services. Um, I do that uh, in the local area, Harwinton, Torrington, and surrounding areas. Um, been doing it now for over 10 years and, and I love doing it.
2: Awesome. Yeah. All right. Nice job! You kind of uh, you. you got me skipping around here because I was my, <laughs> one of my questions. Sorry. Yeah, no, it's all good. Though we're very flexible here. Um, so, what would people be surprised to know about you? I mean, that's a that's a cool thing that you do. Um, what's your what's your spicy little thing that people would be like, wow? Well, what actually
1: surprises what surprises a lot of people, and actually wanted ended up surprising me, is that of course at first glance, what I do, oh, that must be so fun. You're outside all the time, you get to exercise. All of that is true. I
0: was gonna say, it's not fun, come on.
1: It is, it's super fun, okay. it's, it's great, and I love not being in an office all day. But one thing that's really surprised me is the fact that you are so involved in people's lives. You think that, oh, you're just going in to take care of their animals and then you leave. But I've been a part of so many, so many good things, difficult things i've i've been in people's birth plans where i get the call at midnight we're going to the hospital can you come tomorrow and take care of the dogs because we're going to be there you know for we don't know how long Oh,
0: now that i know that
1: yeah you know you (laughs) You should
0: have never said that because i would be calling your
2: ass up you you, you see the the light bulb above yes i did i saw his eyes brighten up yeah
1: it's true (laughs) i would I'm serious.
0: So yeah. I
2: know you got Jen's got a couple of uh, cool stories she's gonna uh, share down, later down in the in the uh, sure. in the interview. But uh, I know a few other people that have pet setting uh, side hustles and businesses, and they do that. Um, so what separates you from other people that do this type of thing?
0: Besides your name. Besides <laughs> 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 that
1: tongue twister, skills, <laughs> so Um I think what sets me apart is the fact that this is what I do. I've full time, fully invested um, in doing it. I I work hard at it. I've been doing it for so long. This isn't just a weekend, a weekend thing for me where I go and Oh, will you come pet, pet sit for me? And I come sit at your house on my phone all day. No, I'm, I'm involved. I'm doing the things that you'd be doing if you were there. So I think that's the most important thing.
2: Yeah, that's right. Not a side hustle, this nope. is your all you do full time. This is my job. Tales to scale. And been, wait, when, how long you been doing you said?
1: Uh, over 10 years now actually oh, when so I when yeah, I do the math. Well established then. So I have spent a lot of time, I invested in training uh Learning most of what I do is with dogs, okay, um, and then cats. And then I have some interesting well, dogs, are along better, anyways. So. <laughs> I have both, but yeah, so I do too. I'm not,
0: I wasn't a cat person, but I have one now. And yeah, yeah I got forced into liking cats. Yes, so.
1: yeah, well,
0: you have to earn their love, yeah. actually. Yeah.
2: Well, give, it's fun. Give us the full menu. Uh, all the different types of pets that you support. Now, now here's this has surprised me to learn this. (laughs) Wait till you hear about the the clientele that she serves.
1: Well, obviously dogs, obviously cats. Um, but I have, I have some alpaca customers. I have some horse customers. I've taken care of reptiles, snakes whatnot chickens chickens i honestly chickens probably like- my least favorite. oh really i thought you
0: would like oh because you have to clean out the pens and stuff Is yes oh.
1: and with with that with having outdoor pens you get other uninvited guests into the oh pens, that's true. Like yeah rodents, i didn't think about them. that yeah. not my favorite no but um but you know
0: you ever gotten bitten or anything like that
1: no i've never gotten bit thank you better goodness. knock on wood go ahead I, I know you had to say it didn't <laughs> you <laughs> uh no i've never gotten bit but you know, there's always you know interesting things that happen along the way, and um, you know, but thankfully not that. But I've, I've 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 had some near misses before. So and put my put myself in harm's way between the dog I'm protecting or the dog I'm taking care of and maybe a loose dog or something like that. Oh so, really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's not my favorite thing to do either, but you do what you need to do. And you get
0: most of your business how?
1: Most of my business is actually ended up being through referral. Just it's, it's no different than, um, a babysitter, you know, for your children or daycare or something like that. Right. If, if you do a great job for somebody, they tell all their friends.
0: Yeah. That's the way uh, I believe too. Mm-hmm. How long did it take you to like get, a um, comfortable with, you know, uh, obviously did you have a job before that?
1: I've, well, we moved here from the Pittsburgh area, Western no, Pennsylvania, really. about 11, 11 and a half years ago. And actually, I was a real estate agent there.
0: Really? I was. Mm. And do you, you still know, have your license?
1: I don't. You know, there's no reciprocity. I couldn't
0: be a real estate agent anyways. It's, I deal with, I, I'm in the real estate business. Okay. I don't know how you guys did it. Uh, I couldn't do well, it. Well,
1: there's a lot of ups and downs. You know, you know, lived through the tough times in 2008, had the great times before that, Um but what's funny is, is that it actually sort of translates to what I do now in a way because, you know, when you're in, you know you're in business for yourself, you know, we all work for ourselves. If you're not working, you're not doing a great job as a real estate agent. You don't make any money. You're right. It's the same thing. If I do a terrible job with this and don't provide excellent customer service, communication always is key. Right. Nobody is going to use you again. Right. Exactly. So
0: yeah, that's a tough business to be into. But yeah, I would love to be in your business <laughs> if I had the time. Well, if I'm looking to expand. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Branch out. Yep. Yep. That'd be great. I would love to do that. Yep.
2: Now going back to the, the types of animals uh, you support. Did you say elk? alpaca pa- or pa- alpacas that, that, that that's a llama i call them, basically, I right? call them
0: spitters yeah. yes
1: and they are but yeah. i've never they never spit at me
0: <laughs> never not even no. once not after all once. these
2: years oh. not after
1: one, not once so, a,
2: a llama llamas. so you they take care three. of people's llamas they actually
1: have three because they had one they were looking to get another one and like many animal lovers there was a pair a bonded pair Right, and so you have to keep them together, and they went from one to three very quickly. So, and it—they are a riot. I mean, my—I have a sixteen-year-old son. He's probably the most stoic kid you've ever met. He's not 16? a sixteen. Yeah, he's not a laugher. Yeah.
0: You don't look that old. <laughs> <laughs>
1: not that young. <laughs>
2: what does that I'm 40, mean?
1: I'm Forty-six. <laughs>
2: Still young. Um,
1: but um, so he's just very—he's a—he's sort of a very stoic kid. And he's not a big, you know, he's not a big gregarious person. He's great at sports, but he's very low key when he's not on the, on the ice or the field. And he, he came with me one time and the three of them just kind of stroll out and they all have that look on their face that this little goofy faces and he just busted out laughing like on the ground practically because they're just ridiculous. They're silly. They're I, don't,
0: I never understood yeah. having one of those as a pet. What can you do with it? You can't play with them. Well, all well
1: I mean, I mean, you can. You throw a ball. Well, after after like I think it's nine months, you can sell their fur. You shave oh, them. Oh yeah, you can make
0: money off them. Yeah, that's I think it's
1: more of an enjoyment thing.
0: And oh, but what can you? You can't. We can't play with it.
1: Really. No, they're just fun and interesting to look at, and you know, they it's sort of they sort they of, are cute. They are cute, but and then you know they're similar to um, horse people. People that have horses. my daughter
0: has yeah. horses yeah
1: and uh, are they I don't know if they're on your property or if no 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 own. no so people that have them on their property um, horses alpacas they're on their own land they're they're unique because they're people that don't they don't go anywhere very often they don't travel very often because they're so worried about their animals so it's right. a it's a big deal that's
0: a big responsibility it's a
1: big deal to trust me with that so I, I find myself sometimes Actually, you know, because I send a lot of pictures and updates to my customers when Which they're away. Which is a great thing, yeah. Of course, you want to see that. Um, I actually find myself with some of them sending more updates and more pictures because they're so worried. And because it's a big deal for them to go away for a long weekend and, right. you know, and, and trust. I mean, it is different. that they're, they're vulnerable. They're outdoors. They're in a pen. It's not like it's a, if a storm comes and a dog is tucked safely away in the house, you know, there might be more to do. I mean, you got to bring them in some you know,
0: yeah, if he, yeah, the
1: heat. If it's too hot, if it's too cold, it's a lot. It's a lot more to think about. So, and they're
0: bailing hay and all. <laughs> and they're not.
1: And they're They're not cheap either. No,
0: so. they're
1: not. Yeah. Nope, not yeah. at we, all. I know you. You have a <laughs> horse. No,
0: my daughter does. But yeah. yeah so you understand. Yeah, it's very expensive. Yep. Very expensive. So
2: with that being said, I always thought it was like like a horse. It's like a, a bragging right. It's like a conversational piece. Like, wow, you have a horse. Those are yeah, expensive. Yeah, it is. You know, yeah. Like anybody can get a cat. Nothing, nothing against cats, but right, you know, right. if you have a horse, you're on a whole other level, kind of. You know. It's
1: yeah, cool. it's true. I mean, it's expensive, and then it's it's also very time consuming because if you want to do it right, you have to spend time with them. If you, you got to board
0: them, yeah, it's it's a the huge...
1: the far, you know the farrier with the shoes and everything. So it's it's a big investment of time and money. So yeah,
0: my daughter shows. So sure, she oh, does she? To, yeah, Canada. She's all over the place. Oh uh, wow. Yeah. She's won plenty of awards and stuff like that. Yeah. What does she have? What kind of Arabians? Okay. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's crazy. There's, um, it's weird because it's a very slow sport. You know what I mean? It's not like barrel racing or nothing like that. It's right. more like you know now canter now you know that, stuff like that.
1: That is incredible. I've when I've seen that done and and, and witnessed it. It's it's beautiful. It's a though. lot of,
0: a lot of discipline. Yeah, it is. Yeah.
1: yeah, that's not something you just go out and no. and do and go and ride. You know.
0: Yes, yeah, my daughter's been riding for uh, twenty years wow. or, or more, mm-hmm. um, and. She still takes lessons. Mm-hmm. So you could, you know, it's not one of those things you just, uh, you know.
1: No, you have to hone the skills.
0: Uh, what? Uh, how many animals do you got? At home? Yeah.
1: I have a rescue dog and two rescue cats. Yeah. So. so, yeah,
0: mine too. I got, well, I got my dog, first of all, which was a rescue of some people. That, right. Oh, listen to this story. I know this is about you. No, <laughs> no, no. But. No. <laughs> All right. So I am a real estate photographer. So I went into these people's houses and they had this huge dog. I'm like, oh, my God, he's like the greatest dog ever. Sweet. And he gets giving me these puppy eyes and all that stuff. And I guess they're going through a divorce. And I said, oh, I'll take him. You know, just joking around. They called me the next day. And this is when it middle of winter. And uh, it was five degrees out. She calls me the next day. She goes, we're going to take you up on that offer. He's outside right now. And this is out in East Haddam, which is an hour away from me. Right. And uh, she's like, my husband doesn't want you to knock on the door. He's outside on the rope. Mind you, it's five degrees and snowing. I had no idea that they loved that. That's, you know, anyways. So I try to get him in the car. He doesn't get in the car. He breaks loose. And this is like very ritzy neighborhood. So I'm going through the backyards of all these houses that have fountains in the yard i'm like great they're gonna see a black guy walking (laughs) through this ritzy and i'm like i swear to god i have a dog it's right right so i finally got him in the car anyways so i got him home and then he goes right into the snow and he won't come inside i'm like dude i just rescued you you know so anyways now i got him so my wife is like all right can i get a cat now i'm like yeah of course i said if i get a dog you get a cat you Mm -hmm. know whatever because i wasn't a cat person at all but she's had cats before so our neighbor goes well there's a cat that's roaming around it comes up to the door starts meowing why don't you come over here this is literally right across the street and my wife said looked at the cat and next thing you know we got a cat
1: (laughs) are you you sure she didn't plant the cat there? like oh can we get a cat oh there's a cat i guess
0: there's someone just dropped a box of cats in the neighborhood happens yeah so people were taking them left and right yeah yeah so but anyways
2: Rescue dogs, that's actually your wheelhouse, I think, right? That's your specialty? It is.
1: Yeah. It, it's, it didn't start that way. I, I didn't go out seeking it, but they just count, kind of found me. I think I've discovered that a lot of people use, um, in your home, dog walking and then pet sitting services because, like I like to refer to them, their dog was maybe a dog daycare dropout, yeah. beauty, beauty school dropout. <laughs> yeah, <right>. uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe they were, you know... Aggressive, they bark too much. They don't. You know, they, they probably
0: feel more comfortable at home anyway.
1: I think they do too. Yeah. I think most dogs do. I, I'm, I'm not going to say 100. percent I'm anti-kennel. I'm, I'm not.
0: I've, I've. I'd rather have my yeah. dog sat than in the kennel.
1: Absolutely, anyways. I do too. And that's actually sort of what led me to it. Is my own dog is a rescue dog, and she, mm. when we got her, she was very sick. We had to nurse her back to health. Um, she was. We discovered a few weeks in that she was deathly afraid of men. Um, so the thought of ever taking her to a kennel and there being a male worker, you know, scared the living daylights right, out of right, me. Right, right, right. I could totally um, understand that. That kind of sort of led me to doing this. It started out as we just moved there. A couple neighbors met me. Oh, can you watch our dogs for us this weekend? And my husband says... Well, you like doing it so much. Why don't you just turn it into a, a business? And
0: it's low overhead.
1: It', it they're low to know you, know, <laughs> exactly. with the exception of the gas prices. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: depending on where you travel. Yeah, right. so exactly. it is.
1: It's pretty. You know, you're not. You don't have a retail st- storefront that you're worried about. You don't have a ton of employees. I, I have. A, I have a couple of people that do sort of back me up. Um, but other than that, it's right now it's just me.
0: Does anyone ever say, "Can you watch them at your house"? Or um, is it all strictly at their house? I
1: do get asked that, um, and I did do that for a little while, but it just got to be what happened was is, frankly, I got too busy, and I, I can't be there in the middle of the day, so what's the point of Right, exactly. <laughs> you know, no, so, yeah, I totally understand. And then it's, you know, it's wear and tear in your own house and everything. I do have one that stays with me, and uh, the only reason she she sort of gets a pass is because i've known them now for i've known that this person and they got the puppy and the dog's been in my house since she was seven or eight weeks old uh, so oh, okay so yeah. the, the, you know with her she gets a pass little ella uh. Uh, <laughs>
0: did you ever have any uh bad stories nightmares
1: oh gosh. over
0: the years i'm sure you've had one or two
1: there's it? been well
0: whether it's bitten escaped anything
1: never escaped <laughs> never escaped i've never been bitten um, I, I sort of have some, I, I'd say more stories that require a lot of patience on my part.
2: Perhaps a heartwarming story? <laughs> Do you, you got one that could beat his? Because that was pretty heartwarming, his story. That
1: was very heartwarming. I, I mean, I've got several. Um, you know, there's, I have a, a, a customer, it's an, an older couple, and they decided, their their hearts are very big. Uh, they decided to adopt a dog, and in their 70s, they chose to adopt a Part hunting dog. If you know anything about hunting, he's they a like le- to
0: exercise. <laughs> yeah,
1: they never want to stop moving. And right, the nose is always going. And then if they ever do get out, it's off. It's yeah, off
0: they're to gone. The they just follow their nose. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. And they, yeah, they they sort of almost can be. They are almost bred in a way to not always listen to you perfectly because they're on they're, they're yeah. on a scent and exactly yeah. and um,
0: the blinders are on.
1: Yes, the- it's similar to a husky. You know, because they were bred to um, drive the Sleds. the sleds yeah. and they know better that there's a you know the the snow is going to collapse 10 feet ahead of you here so they're they know to not listen so hunting dogs can sort of be that way too um so they were at the end of the ropes with this dog where they loved him so much and he's a sweet sweet boy but uh, they, they just couldn't get out there and exercise you know you were, they had some health issues and whatnot and they were this close to being like i don't know if we can do this and they called me I started working with the dog, uh, walking him and running him, literally jogging with him.
0: I get a good exercise. I (laughs) I know, I know.
1: keeps me keeps me slim. Um, But uh, and and, you know, they just told me probably not, you know, two months ago. You know, we were really considering the fact that we can't do this and trying to rehome him. Mm -hmm. But since you've been coming here, you changed our minds. We're you know, we're all in now oh that's good so yeah it feels that feels nice so yeah i mean i've had some you know only one time one time did i ever
0: beat a dog no i'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) come on
1: don't listen to them (laughs) 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 no only one time did i ever um have a customer where i said you're not doing what i'm you know you're not doing what you should be doing
0: okay
2: i
1: can't be a part of this you know they Big dog. I, I don't want to. I'm never going to call anybody out. Obviously, big German Shepherd. Wonderful dog. Smart as a whip. Mm-hmm. But you can't. You can't do certain things with them. You can't be, you know, playing like mouth, you know, games with them and having them like nibble your hand. You shouldn't right. do it with any dog. You don't want to teach them that. Right. And so every time my hands were going towards this dog to put his leash on, he's trying to like nibble my hands, and I would tell them and tell them You can't do that. Right. You need to train this dog need to do that and and finally i said I, I can't do this so but that was the only time oh. everybody else has been wonderful i have the most amazing customers i've had the same customers this entire time really? i mean i've
0: the most loyal following now do you have a, a set uh base price or like you know per day hour
1: it usually is per visit mm-hmm. um and i don't really have a complete
0: and is there travel time included in that or how does it work
1: so what i do is Whenever somebody calls me a new customer, I, I you know, th- that's, of course, always one of the first questions. What do you charge? What, what's your fee? And uh, it, it can vary depending on the area I'm going to and the level of service that someone needs. So everything I, I kind of do is very, very customized where, okay. you know, some somebody might have a senior dog that just wants to lounge in the sun all day. And, you know, you might have to give them some, you know, it might be a medication or something like that, but that's pretty low key. But then there's, you know, somebody else that's more, you know, high level where they're, it's, you know, maybe the dog needs a little work on their, you know, their healing on the leash. They're, you know, they're just high energy. Uh, mm-hmm. They might want you to, you know, or they have multiple pets. So it's sort of a, it sort of ranges, but typically I do it, you know, per visit.
0: All right. Let's say my dog. Okay. Yeah. Really chill dog. You basically just got to let them outside and feed them that's mm-hmm. it you don't have to because i might have one of those invisible fences so sure. you can just okay. let them go what would you charge for something like that
1: probably around 20 a visit
0: 20 a visit. yeah oh wow 20, 20, very very reasonable yeah
1: you know depending on the distance and everything and and that you know to factor that in a little bit but you know i, I try to be very concentrated now but work. when
0: you say visit though because my dog has to be fed three times a day mm-hmm. oh so it's per visit per that you. Per That's still reasonable. So yeah. sixty dollars a day. It's not yeah. bad at all.
1: Yeah. And then it's, you know, in what I you know, some people so I also have daily customers where I just go it's, you know, midday daily daily walks and whatnot. Okay. Where those are those are like my year round Monday through Friday, customers. Okay. Um, and then so that's a little bit different too. That's a you know that's why you know twenty is sort of like anywhere from somebody like that might be a couple dollars less than that, but then somebody might be twenty five dollars a visit. So twenty okay, kind of I puts see. us right in the middle of that.
0: That's very reasonable. Yeah. I'd like to talk tips. Maybe I
1: should raise my prices then.
0: I think you should. Okay. Except for me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Let's talk some tips. Okay. Fourth of July weekend, next couple of days, people are going to be letting off the bottle rockets. Yes. Can you provide some tips for pet owners when they have perhaps uh, animals that get anxious because they hear the the M80s going off in the neighborhood?
1: Yes, it's a very, very common thing this time of year is the bane of many dog owners. Yeah, that must be tough existence. for you because
0: you can't be everywhere all at once.
1: Right, right, right. No, I mean, there's there's things, it's like anything with it all actually starts with, it all starts from the beginning with, you know, the training and everything you have to be consistent. And, but specifically for the fireworks, you're, you know, it's coming, right. You know, you want to prepare in advance. My biggest thing always when you have any anxious dog and any type of anxiety, it's exercise and exercising the body, exercising the mind. Um, So if you know that your neighbor, I have one of these neighbors that, his 4th of July starts mid-June
0: oh, and
1: it man. ends August 31st. That's a
0: long time. <laughs> oh my god. So That's a whole lot of anxiety yeah. for an animal, trust yeah, me. Yeah,
1: so the the best way to sort of alleviate that is to, you know, you want you a tired dog is a good dog. Yeah. And I, I know. I, I yeah, I bet. <laughs> So I I'm, I'm constantly, you know, with my own dog even too because she can be anxious, she and I also I also live in rural Rural part of I Connecticut. I envy
0: you because I yes. love rural. Yeah. Trust me.
1: But you know, we we live near the the local gun club, and you know, so oh, it's yeah. fire. Oh, yeah. So with my dog, I have to. She gets exercised a lot. Tons of walks. Tons How of runs. How your dog? She's seven now. Okay, so she's.
0: What kind of dog is it? She's
1: a boxer lab mix.
0: Okay, so yeah. Yeah,
1: she's a rescue from the south, and we got her when she was young. Um, so I do that with her. Another good thing that people don't think of is is exercising their mind great best game to play with your dog it will completely exhaust them your dog will probably be very good at it with the bernie's oh, a
0: little uh, no no he no. gets windy winded so <laughs> fast
1: <laughs> no but, but mentally because yeah. it should be in him to be good at maybe searching and finding things yeah that should be bred within him. the best thing i do with my own dog and i recommend it to other people is because they they just your dog will be snoring if you do this for a half an hour, oh, I got it. We've taught our dog, and I learned this where I trained. Um, I actually trained at a great place in my town, Golden Brook Farm, with uh, Deb Burden. She's amazing. You have to have a thick skin to work with her, but she's incredible. Um, we would, you know, have a toy, let my dog sniff it,
2: mm-hmm.
1: hide her, turn her around, can't see it, hide it somewhere in the yard, oh, hide it somewhere in yet. the facility, go find it. We would. I started doing that with her at training. And um, I, I live ten minutes from this place. We got in the car. I I would put my dog in the car, and she would be snoring in the back, really? collapsed, tongue out afterwards because their my. It just takes so much. I mean, the way their noses work is so different from us. You I, know,
0: I would have never yeah. thought of that. <laughs> That's
1: a, so anything you can do. The best way to you know you're you're gonna have, you'll have other people tell you give your dog CBD oil like they think it's like the cure all for everything. I don't think it works all that well
2: um
1: and you have to give it every day and i don't like to give my dogs something do you introduce
0: your dogs to any of the ones you pet
1: a few actually i have actually it's actually a great point because um my dog has spent so much time training i i learned so much where i went i was training with her i loved it so much i i stayed for two and a half three years we were going i ended up sort of helping her out there just because we were there so much Mm -hmm. um so my dog is really comfortable with other dogs she's Does great with other dogs. She can pick up on another dog being anxious, and so like when Chris asked earlier about you know you sort of work with a lot of rescue dogs. They obviously can come with a lot of baggage,
2: right? Absolutely.
1: So I've on occasion with a new with with permission of course from the owner um, have brought my dog. Along, and she can be sort of a calming presence for them. Right, that's what I figured. And it's a great, you know, if you if you if one is fearful of people or something like that, the people coming to the house, then it's a great buffer and it's a great way to. Because I can get my dog to, you know, in it. If there were fifteen dogs running around in here, which would be interesting, um, I could get my dog to lie down in the middle of the floor and not move.
0: Do you notice that uh, if your dog is around other dogs for a while that you've been do they pick up the mannerisms of your dog? Like, if you, yes. they sit, will they eventually start copying your dog?
1: They do. They do. They do, especially if they're young. Obviously, when their minds are a little more uh, flexible, definitely. So, yeah. especially the one that um, that's been staying that stays with us when when her owner travels, mm-hmm. she does everything my dog does. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, it's a great way to. You know, I do recommend that to people is, like I say, I've been with, I've been with the same customers for 10 years. Some of their dogs are, you know, getting to a certain age. And I say, this might be the right time now to, you know, you love your dog so much, your dog does so well, so well trained. This might be a good time to get another one because he'll learn from this one. And Hmm. then, you know, it's, it's, it makes the transition easier. So,
2: Hmm. yeah, yeah. What else you got there, My Chris? final uh, good question <laughs> I got for you here. Let's say someone is considering bringing their pet to a kennel. hmm What are the top questions someone should ask the kennel before bringing their pet to them?
1: That's a really, really good thing to ask because... Should I, we give
2: you a minute? No. no. <laughs>
0: Just kidding. <laughs> good. No, we already
2: talked about that. No, no, no.
1: No, I've got... I, I, this is actually a pretty common question because sometimes I'm not available. You right. know, if somebody calls me and they say, well... Is there any kennels that you actually would recommend? And there are a couple I would recommend, but I I when people ask me about kennels, I, I tell them the truth. I say I'm not opposed to them. It's not for every dog. But first and foremost, you want to know what the caretaker to dog ratio is. Because Yeah, that
0: makes a lot of there, sense. There yeah.
1: and there really aren't a lot of standards. Yeah, you know, the, no, they there have isn't. To, no, there isn't. You know, yeah. besides like cleanliness and, you know, obviously abuse and whatnot. But, you know, that you know, criminal, you know, criminal things like that. What kind like
0: of that. exercise do they get? Yes. Yeah. So
1: you have to know, and the rule of thumb is anything more than a 10 to one ratio, which to me is still a little high. Yeah,
0: that's um, very I would high. prefer
1: it around eight to one, seven to or one. Even
0: lower. Yeah. yeah right. If you
1: can, a small, maybe like a small boutique place, something right, right, like that. Right. Um, anything more than that, I don't think that good things happen. I really don't. I've, you know, I've heard stories, um, you know, you just no one person can be that attentive.
0: Yeah, right. Because they're basically like, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna feed these yeah. ten cats or whatever, yeah. and it's just like a job. It's not like there's right. no it's, like yeah. they just personal attention motions. to your animal at all. Just yes. going through
2: the motions. They don't really yeah. care. They're...
1: Right, and, and they do, and and a lot of them do really care. But you just you just can't be everywhere all at once. Again, it's no different than if you went to a childcare facility. Right, what would you? Mean? It's not you don't want to send them to a factory. Um, another good tip is, and this one has come into play that I've actually seen come into play because I had to go and pick up a dog from a kennel. You want to, you want to check out and you want to see what their level of security is there too. What's the, what's the situation with the front door? Where is it in relation to where the dogs are housed? Where, let me check your fence out. Right. Is there a, a, place that you know
0: my dog do you eat. let mean dogs and good dogs go yeah. together in the exactly. pen you know what i mean
1: yeah exactly how are the you know, temperaments yeah. are the is it by temperament? are they separated by temperament size you know right and, and whatnot
0: a lot of some of them have cameras too so you can check on your dog they at all do. times you and know? I,
1: I personally if i were to ever have to take my dog to one you know that was the only option, I would de- it would definitely be somewhere. Yeah,
0: I'd even cameras. bring my own yeah. cam. I'm like, just yeah. connect me to your internet. And,
1: the, the, and <laughs> Yeah, and then, you know, and to the point too to of, um, you know, how much exercise do they get? How many times do they go out? Of course, you want to ask that. But you also want to check out, because oftentimes what happens is, is that at first glance, you think your price is going to be this, and you've asked for the nature walk and this and that and the other thing, and all of a sudden,
0: then costs, your eyebrows are like
1: it costs half as much as your vacation. <laughs> yeah. So then, obviously, as in any you know in any situation, you should trust your instincts and trust your gut. If you go somewhere and you tour it, and they're not letting you see every place where your dog is potentially going to be there, um, I would say. You know, Pass pass them by and go find somebody else. Trust your instinct. If it doesn't feel like it's going to be the right situation, it probably isn't the right situation. Do you have like us. a
0: lot of land at your house? I'm not trying to be nosy, but...
1: I have about three acres.
0: You should start like a... Some, not like a caged kennel thing, but right, right, you know, right. a limited, you know, make like a dog ring and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. we've thought...
1: I've thought about like a, it. Like
0: a doggy boutique. Yeah. That'd be kind of cool. If
1: I were to ever do something like that, that's exactly how I would do it. I would... I would... I would... Create it based on what I would want for my dog. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Massages. I massages. Were- they, do ha- they do have yeah. those.
1: Dog massages. Um. Dog acupuncture. Right.
0: Yes. They love
2: massages. Yeah. My dog does. They
1: do the puppy massage. You know, oh, they, they start closing their eyes. Exactly. <laughs>
2: exactly. Yep. I thought you were going to say you should start a podcast. I thought that's what you were going to say. Oh, could do that too.
1: Yeah. Not as not as well as you guys, but I could do it. Oh, no, you suck. <laughs> <laughs>
2: what's What's next for you on your journey?
1: Well. <clears throat> Uh, that's a great question. And, you know, I've I've kind of, I've kind of reached a point in my career doing this where, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about the next, the next step for me. You know, I'm not going to be, you know, younger and agile and, you know, for the rest of my life here. Um, I'm looking at maybe exploring another passion of mine and, and, sort of maybe finding a way to loop this in into what I do
0: pet boutique
1: <laughs> no I actually really for my own for my own pets I, f- I follow sort of a holistic approach with my pets and raw feeding for my dog um, we don't do a ton of immunizations bare minimum um, you know and that, why not I, I just I think that it's healthier for them to uh, from a, build
0: up their own immunity systems. Build and up stuff. their own
1: immunity. And then actually, you know, I had the experience with my own dog when we first got her. She had kennel cough, giardia, which is, you know, bacteria in their intestines. A lot. That's not
0: a good thing. Not
1: a good thing. And it's very easily transmitted. And then she also had um, a mange problem. And we went to the vet. We tried the different medications. It didn't necessarily go as planned. And I did some research. And it's kind of how I got it, into doing it was... Um, I. I researched a raw, raw food diet for her, and and I'm not saying she's always on it because next
0: we, business adventure.
1: Yes, you know that, and then I don't do I don't mm-hmm. do the typical um, treatments for flea and tick. We just do garlic, ac- apple cider vinegar. I
0: wouldn't want to go next to your dog. <laughs> <laughs> you smell like garlic and vinegar. Yes, you know. I'm not touching you. I'm really <laughs> no,
1: no, no. So and it, those I just I try to approach things, and she does go to the vet. Don't get me wrong.
0: Just to see, Just you know, to make sure
1: get get you know and get a rabies. You know, but that's the other beauty of not going to kennels is that you don't have to get all of the oh,
0: that's true, all the
1: kennel cough shots and all of that. You don't have to go through all of that. Yeah, because they won't
0: even take you in if you don't.
1: Right, and as well they shouldn't because you know. You have to protect okay. your... Yeah,
0: especially like kind of coughing. And yeah, yeah.
1: It's, it spreads like wildfire. Right. So anytime any dogs are in close quarters, it's definitely a risk. So... Um,
0: is there a phone number so people can get a hold of you so I can put it on the screen?
1: Absolutely. My phone number is 860...
0: 860- All right, 860. I'm a slow type.
1: 605. 605.
0: 9160.
1: zero. Nine one
0: six. Zero.
1: yes and then you can find me right now on my facebook page and instagram page you know Tails to scales pet sitting um and my website is I, as we talked about we won't earlier, talk about yeah. your website yet but yeah. what are you on
0: facebook right uh,
1: yes i'm on facebook and instagram
0: and instagram okay mm-hmm. that is Tails to scales pet sitting yep and the phone number is 860-605-9160 correct that is correct and this is jen smith and it was nice talking to you, Jen, and giving us some of your information and your services.
1: Thank you so much. It was great being here. And
0: we are gonna make you. uh we're gonna make some videos for you.
1: I appreciate that. Looking yeah. forward to yeah. it.
0: We gotta give you some fresh content.
2: <laughs> call Thank Jen. You.
0: Yes, call Jen, you guys. Any any Thank more you. follow-up questions there, Chris? No, that was it. All right, guys. Well, that will do it for today's podcast. And thanks once <laughs> again for showing up and giving us some knowledge. Uh so we can pass that on. And uh, make sure you guys hit up Jen because uh she seems like she's pretty damn good at what her what she does. so.